And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to have a film festival. Ooh. Have you oh. ever been in a film festival? No, but there, I, I don't know if, uh, Minis- I'm sure like Minnesota does this kind of thing as well. But We do. We have a Twin Cities Film Festival. I got to go uh, one year. And I got to meet, uh, well, that's not what I was going to say because you rudely interrupted me. Um, what I was going to say is I know in Madison, they do uh, a contest, a four, it's like you have to create, create a movie in 48 hours and then they do like a kind of like a small, like a a film festival and they show all the movies and they win awards. Yeah. That exists around here. Okay. It's called the 48 hour film festival. Yeah. They, yeah, it's just. Yeah. I wonder if that's a national organization then? Probably. Okay. But yeah, I went to the Twin Cities Film Festival and got to meet the guy from that plays uh, the <laughs> lawyer in Better Call Saul. You mean uh, Jimmy? Fabian. No, not Jimmy. Not Bro- not Bob Odenkirk. Uh, what's his name? Something Fabian? I have no clue. I can't remember. He plays, uh, yeah, I don't know if you watch Better Call Saul, but. I've, I've seen it. I've watched it. Yep. He's You're talking the about the older guy? No, not not uh, Jimmy McGill's brother. The other lawyer. Hamlin. Oh, Hamlin. Okay. Yep. Interesting. I got to, I got to meet him. He's a Cubs fan, so he's oh. kind of, he's a cool dude. But, I've, uh, I've never been to a film festival. But yeah, went to the Twin Cities Film Festival. Didn't meet any of the judges. I don't know uh. if, uh. Don't know if uh, the critic was there or not. <laughs> you mean John uh, Lovitz? John Lovitz. Yeah, I don't think he was there. Yeah. But but they're interesting. Went to a couple after parties for the film festival. It's a good time. Film festivals are fun. Oh, yeah. And yes, and yes they do draw a crowd. They get people yeah. uh, into it. Kind of like Springfield. Their tourism was <laughs> garbage. And they needed to pump it up. It's almost yep. like South Park. Remember remember <laughs> South, South Park got the film festival? To pump up their economy and made Mr. Hankey all uh, upset. Oh, yeah. So city, this is not not uh, unlike cities to have film festivals nope. to boast their uh, economy. Nope. I mean, the, the Green Bay does a lot of different things to try to boost economy. Which You mean they, the Packers don't do it? Well, I mean, <laughs> they bring in a shit ton of money during football season. But, you know, between the uh, months of February and... <laughs> Yeah, July, there's not a lot going on in Green Bay. Yeah, you're like a ghost town. Yeah, I won't go that far, but... Eh. Ghost town. I saw tumbleweeds last time I was there. Ghost oh. town. Okay. So this week, we are doing Season 6, Episode 18, A Star is Burns. Which, that's a terrible title. Because this has <laughs> nothing to do... I mean, Burns is part of the story, but like... He's like maybe what ten percent? Yeah, kinda. It's yeah. Not we've talked. We've talked in the past about terrible, terrible titles for The Simpsons, and this is by far the most egregious I think so far. Well, there was a reason for the title. Yeah, but it that made it work. Although <sighs> this does have the best Burns line, 
in all of Simpsons. You are right. You are so, right. I forgot so, it was this episode. I will say it's. Oh, I, I quote it was I, this episode. I quote that line so much, and we'll get into it. Um, but this episode also aired to coincide with the premiere of The Critic, which also happened on Fox. Um, so Matt Groening was um against this idea of doing a crossover with The Critic. Um, as the episode played out as uh out as an episode long advertisement, basically for the critic, like it wasn't no. really. I mean, it wasn't. I, don't, I, don't I would think say so. maybe fifty percent of the the overall episode probably focuses on the critic. Um, but I mean, the whole reason this episode was made was to promote the critic. So and that's fine. But like the whole idea of doing a crossover, I think it's fun. we'll get to at the end of the episode, but I think it's funny how yeah. the episode ended <laughs> yeah. where yes, it could have had a crossover, but they didn't. And I think that was just the joke. So um, because of this uh, graining uh, removed his name from the beginning and end credits. Cause he didn't, he didn't want to be associated with this episode. <laughs> uh, making it what the, a baby, uh, making it the only episode as of 2021 not to have Matt Groening as a credit in the series. It's the only episode without his name on it. That's weird though. Can't don't you have to put like at the end like created by like not necessarily writer or producer. If he doesn't I mean, want to be credited, he doesn't have to be credited. I guess so. Like you don't have to put created by because like it's not it's it's not like something they took from somebody else else's work this is matt graining's work so they don't necessarily have to say the simpsons is created by matt graining so um, i guess also the episode title is a reference to the 1976 barbara streisand film a star is born (laughs) yep so yeah a lot going on and we haven't even got into the episode yet um the air date for this is march 5th 1995 um, we got seven episodes left after this for season six. So Woo-hoo. seven more weeks of season six. I mean, it's March, so we're getting close to the end. Yep. Uh, recap. Um, if you guys couldn't tell by what we've already been talking about, um, <laughs> a film critic comes to Springfield for a film festival and some townspeople enter their films. I don't know if anyone else entered films in this except for the townspeople. Um, yeah, that's all we saw. <laughs> like, like, it's just kind of funny. It's like, um, is this a film festival for the, for nationwide? Like, cause like the, the whole, whole point, point of the film those... festival was to bring people in. Exactly. And I don't know if they brought anyone in. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, there was no chalkboard this week. Oh, they needed no chalkboard. No, this was a long ass episode. And we get a new couch gag this week. Uh, the family heights are reversed. So Homer is the shortest. Then Marge is Lisa's height. Uh, Bart is Bart height. Lisa is Marge height. And Maggie is Homer height. Yes. Which I thought it was kind of funny because I think in that intro, Bart kind of looks around because he's yeah. still the same size. <laughs> yeah, he did change sizes. Because he's, he's in the middle. He's the middle man. Uh, that was great. That was so great. we start this episode again. Well, not really again. This no. is the second time I think we've started Eye on Springfield. I believe so. 
and you know we get the Springfield sign and women in in bikinis, uh, you know, kind of flashing on and off. We got Ken Brockman celebrating a championship game that's being uh, that's being converted or covered in cement because that's what you pour on people when <laughs> I don't even know what. You don't really you pour like a Gatorade or something. They're like, yeah, yes. no, they poured, they poured it, they dumped a Gatorade bucket on them, and then they yep. brought in a cement truck for some reason to cover them in cement. They wanted to idolize him for the rest of his life for being right. in the locker room <laughs> reporting on this game. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Uh, then we get Kent in a hot tub with two Japanese ladies eating sushi. I like how they accidentally drop it in and they start laughing. Yeah. Uh, then we head over to Springfield Downs to see some uh, Greyhound racing. We get the Aztec, which is being closed for repairs. <laughs> we get a bunch of zoo animals being brought to Krusty Burger. And then people leaving with Krusty Burgers. <laughs> and apparently Krusty's not happy with the filming of this. Because they're basically bringing in zoo animals to get slaughtered and it's inhumane. <laughs> Oh, right, right. Yeah. Humane to eat zoo animals. Got it. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Kent getting a tattoo at the Happy Sailor Tattoo Parlor. <laughs> Giving him the thumbs up. Yeah. And our first story of the night is the rapping rabbis <laughs> singing a parody of Can't Touch This About Eating Pork. <laughs> so great. awesome. That was great. I That's... love it. Now, now, are there is there a group out there that is rapping rabbis that you know of? So, um... There is, I don't, I don't know. Well, there is a rabbi out there who I forget his name, who is a rapper, but he's also a rabbi, but it's not a group. Oh, okay. Um, shoot. I haven't listened to him in a really, really long time. Like he's got some good stuff out there. Um, does it, does he do, he doesn't do parodies? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't, if I find his name while we do this episode, I'll let you guys know. Okay, so then we get Kent standing out at the town square, and he's saying that the town of, peop- town of Springfield stinks. And I like <laughs> how like some random are like, hi! And it's because they're uh, ranked the least popular city in America. Found it. Found it. Modest Yahoo. That's who I was thinking, but I didn't yeah. think he was. I knew he was Jewish. Oh, maybe he's not a rabbi. I, think, I didn't think he was a rabbi. I could have sworn he was, but no, you're right. Uh, Matthew Paul Miller, known by his stage name, Modest Yahoo. He is an American Jewish reggae singer, rapper, beatboxer, and alternative rock musician. So no, he is not a rap. Uh, he's not a rabbi. So there's not really, yeah, there's no rap and rabbis out there. Nope. That makes me sad a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, so they're last in science. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. And I, what was it? It was uh, uh, was it uh, yeah, Skinner. Yeah, Skinner was being uh burned alive at the stake, <laughs> telling everyone that the Earth revolves around the sun. <laughs> and Abe's like, burn him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Just to let you know, guys. Uh, Earth does revolve around the sun. No, no, no. The Earth revolves around me. Oh right, yeah. They so are so last. <laughs> yeah, they are last in culture. Uh, Springfield Performing Arts Center uh, sign Krusty uh, the Clown in Sunrise at Cambello, or Campo Bello. Campo Bello. Yep, and then I love how he's uh, he's acting in the in the play as a man in a wheelchair, and then he gets up to 
stand and starts walking toward the actress and is like, oh, wait, I'm crippled. I'm, <laughs> I'm crippled. And then runs back to the <laughs> runs back to the chair or the wheelchair. Come on, Krusty. Um, and that's a parody from a scene of Dr. Strangelove or how I learned to stop worrying about worrying and love the bomb from right. Stanley Kubrick where uh, Peter Sellers stands up from his wheelchair, breaking his character, and then uh, improvise that this is a miracle. <laughs> uh, unlike Krusty, who's like, shit, I'm supposed to be in this wheelchair. Exactly. No, that was good. I, they love pulling from this movie. They Those really like do. They fourth, really fifth, do. or sixth reference yeah. to that movie. Uh, and then Lisa says the news is awful, and people will start avoiding our town. Because... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they think they were dead last in everything. Yeah. And then Homer says, he's he's only one man. But he's, like, counting. Yeah. He's like, I'm only, I'm only counting, only counting. One, one man. <laughs> so, Homer, you're not, like, two, two little people in a trench coat? No. No, <laughs> not at all. And then Marge says they should call a town, meet, uh, town hall meeting. Otherwise, they'll lose the tourists. And Bart's like, oh, I'll be ruined. <laughs> And so we find out that Bart uh, sells map stars home map to uh, people in Springfield, I guess. Yeah. You know, the, you know, like uh, if you go to Hollywood, they, you know, yeah. you like the tour things, although yep. this is Springfield. So there's no famous people there, which is funny. Cause in the Ron Howard, uh, Kim Basinger episode, do they bring back the star map thing again? I, I think they do. Don't they? I think maybe. Homer brings that back, but that we, <laughs> Uh, uh, Bart sells a, a map to a Japanese uh, tourist family and uh, the the father knocks on the door to a rundown house and Mo answers wearing only his underwear. <laughs> and the father's like, excuse me, are you a Drew Barrymore? What? Get out of here. I'm hungover. Uh, sorry, Miss Barrymore. What? <laughs> I don't think Mo looks like Drew Barrymore. Not no, in the slightest. Not at all. Now, I, I thought didn't didn't Mo live in an apartment? Because uh, remember, like we always get shots of him trying to commit suicide in his oven, and isn't it like at the like bottom level of an apartment? Or maybe he lives in this rundown shack and eventually he moves to an apartment. Uh, maybe. maybe and then so. So at the town hall meeting, we get Quimby asking uh, for suggestions on how to attract more tourism. Which, you know, that's what you want to do at a town hall meeting. You want to get the input of the town. And you figure Quimby's like, well, uh, I'm just going to take all the money and run. Which Exactly. Well, here's the problem. So if they need more money, Quimby's the mayor. Shouldn't the town just be like after him for like taking all the money? That's what he <laughs> yeah. does. Yep. So our first... Uh, Suggestion comes from Patty and Selma, who proposed changing the town's name of Springfield to a, uh, basically appropriate off of something that's already popular. Yes. And so they choose Seinfeld. Because <laughs> Seinfeld started to get big in the mid-90s because it's started, yep. what, 91, 92, I think? Yeah. Um, and I love how, like, the Seinfeld music kind of plays when they're done. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that's great. And then uh, Bart's got a plan, and he his his plan is basically to show everybody his butt. Yep, he moons the crowd with a picture, which is fantastic because it's. Bart. Why would anyone let Bart and, yeah. on the stage? Yeah, and uh, uh, and so like Bart's like talking about his plan, and Quimby points out that it's his butt, and Bart's like, "You'll never catch me!" And like he tries to ride up the projector, but like it's rolled up into it. 
Yeah. And Bart's, Bart's like, well, that's the last time I ever take an escape plan devised by Milhouse. And then we cut across yeah. from Bart, where Milhouse also is trapped in the projector screen. He wasn't even on stage. How did he get in the projector screen? I don't know. And so Milhouse is like, yeah, that, that, that tracks. That Unless tracks. he was behind the screen. Maybe. Because if the screen went all the way to the floor, he could have been behind the screen. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, Marge is like, oh, I have an idea. And then, like, the entire, like, auditorium, like, grumbles. Oh, great. Marge has an idea. Well, remember, her last idea got overturned by the uh, monorail. Yeah, but her last idea was good. Because she wasn't, didn't she want to fill up the potholes? Yeah, because Main Street was still all cracked, cracked and, and broken. broken. Probably still is. Um, and so Marge is like, well, I know, I know. You haven't, like, some of my suggestions, like, Switching to the metric system, which, <laughs> which uh, gets Abe mad. And he's like, the metric system is the tool of the devil. My car gets 40 rods to the hog's head. And that's the way I likes it. <laughs> which, and then it's funny because Quimby is like, uh, have Abe's remarks stricken from the record. The record. Yeah. And Abe's like, who said that? And so does the town use the metric system? Because obviously Abe was talking bad about the metric system so they struck his comment yeah i don't know maybe they do but i do like the fact so this is 95 and there's been memes like the last like few few years like that really kind of blown up a little bit where like somebody like somebody from america will be like oh yeah i can get three bald eagles for freedom like it's just some random measurement and somebody go like man americans will measure in anything except for the metric system, <laughs> which is yeah, true. Well, I, to be fair, I'd much rather use the metric system because it's a base factor of 10. Well, we use the metric system uh, for our uh, HDMI cables at uh, work. Yeah. But we use uh, feet for our cat six cables at work. That makes literally no sense. Exactly. <laughs> to be fair, everything should be done in the metric system. It's just a base of 10. Yep. It's so easy to convert. So yeah, like how many oh. feet is that? <laughs> well, it's like, okay, you look at a football field. It's a hundred yards. How many feet is that? Who cares? It's in yards. <laughs> oh. Or like miles per hour. Yep. Uh, anyways. So then uh, Marge, you know, lays down her suggestion. She's like, I think we should uh, hold a film festival and give out prizes. And Chief Wiggum's like, could we make our own movies and enter them? Marge is like, yeah, Miggums, at last, an excuse to wear makeup. Uh, you don't need an excuse to wear makeup, Wiggum. If you want to wear makeup, you go ahead and wear makeup. Do it. But he doesn't want people to know that he wears makeup. This is true. This is 95 nowadays. You know, people wear whatever. Although the goth kids in our school growing up, man, they wore all sorts of makeup. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's goth. Yep. But it's still makeup. Doesn't matter what you are. So, uh, so the town is down for Marge's idea and she's like, I have more. And then the town, cause they're chanting film festival, film festival. She's like, I have more ideas. And the town's like, don't, don't push your push luck. Your luck. Don't, don't push, push your luck. luck. <laughs> she's like, all right, all right. So now we cut to, um, Lisa helping Bert film his movie for the film festival. And Lisa as the director and action. Hello, I'm Bart Simpson. In the past, I've brought you such classic films as Homer in the Shower <laughs> and Homer on the Toilet. And now I give you 
the eternal struggle. So he opens <laughs> up the door to Homer's bedroom, revealing Homer trying to pull on his pants. And Homer grunting, relax, fit. My Aunt Fanny, stupid dockers. And then he realizes his belt was buckled. Uh, oh, my belt is buckled. <laughs> and then he unbuckles his belt and he still has trouble trying to get the... He got. I think he got his pants up, but I think he was having issues getting the belt back buckled. I thought they cut from that. I don't think they showed him getting the pants on. Yeah, there was like two more seconds uh, of, him, of him doing that. Yeah. So now we cut to uh, Ned and his family filming the uh, baby Moses in a basket scene from the Old Testament. And so they use Todd as the baby and they put Todd in the Todd in the river, but the river carries Todd away. Todd screams for help, obviously. <laughs> and I love the but fact I'll... that as he's passing by trees, the screams get cut off like that. Yeah. Those are sound barriers. Uh, uh... uh... Uh, and then uh, Ned starts praying to guys like Flanders to God, Flanders to God, get off your cloud and save my Todd. And then uh, you see the lightning bolt <laughs> hit the tree, tree goes down, and uh, Ned's like, thank you. And then God's like, Oakley dokley. <laughs> so that was, that was good. I like that. So that was, I was like, oh my God. Like as soon as that scene started, I'm like, oh, this is the Flanders to God thing. I love this. Uh, um, and so, uh, Lisa, um, all right, sorry. Uh, yeah, Lisa goes to Marge and, uh, Lisa's like, what you doing, ma? I'm looking for a film critic to help judge our festival. Did you know there are over 600 critics on TV and letter, letter Malton is the best looking of them all. Ew. Ew. I don't even know who Leonard Malton is. I don't. I, I, what's weird is. I don't know who that is, but I feel like Siskel and Ebert were way more popular uh, than, probably. than whoever this guy is. Probably. But yes, in the, well, okay. I wouldn't say in the, I don't know much about the nineties. I knew of, I mean, cause of our dad, I knew maybe of like three or four film critics from TV, radio, newspaper, stuff like that. Yeah. But nowadays, man, there's like a billion film critics. Because social media exists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of social media, everyone's a critic. <laughs> so, yeah. And now official film critics, I'm sure there's a ton of them out there. Yeah. But but everyone everyone's a critic. Um, so now we see Coming Attractions with Jay Sherman. Which is where the critic part of the crossover starts. Yep. And so then we get uh, him talking about a new Charles Bronson movie called Death Wish 9. I wish I and was we see, dead. Uh, he's, in, he's in his hospital bed. I wish I was dead. Um, okay. But first, but first, uh, we're bringing Rainier Wolfcastle on to uh, talk about his new movie. Yes, it's a movie where, uh, where it's, it's like comedy meets action yeah. uh, called Let's Get Silly. And it's uh, basically McBain's doing a Woody Allen impression, which merely consists of him saying, I'm an erotic nerd who likes. Well, no. So it starts out where he tries to do jokes that are freaking terrible. And then he's like, oh, you you guys want to hear my Woody Allen impression? (laughs) Yeah. Well, what was he? What did he say before? He's like, um, I don't know. Oh, God damn it. Now I can't. I should have wrote that down. But he's like, that's "That's, the joke. That's the joke. You're horrible, McBain. And he like takes a grenade out and throws it at him. 
No, he shoots him with the... Was that when he shoots it? The, yeah. Then the Woody Allen was the grenade? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so great. But, yeah, the Woody Allen thing, uh, saying, I'm an erotic nerd who likes to sleep with little girls, was a reference to the then-recent revelation that Woody Allen married his adoptive daughter, Sun Yi, as well as kept nude photographs of her while she was growing uh, up. Yeah, Woody Allen's kind of a horrible human being. Mm. Very that is bad. funny. Uh, yeah, it was funny in 95. Not really funny yeah. now. Well, those movies are still funny. Um, and then we get Rainier Wolf Castle explaining his movies like, the film is just me in front of a brick wall for an hour and a half. It cost $80 million. <laughs> and then Chase Sherman's like, how do you sleep at night? On a top of pile of money with many beautiful ladies. <laughs> Yikes. God. Oh, that's so good. That's funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then we get Lisa telling uh, Marge how she feels about uh, about her. And Lisa's like, I like him. He's smart. He's sensitive. He's clearly not obsessed with his physical appearance. <laughs> Homer walks in. My ears are burning. Uh, I wasn't talking about you, Dad. No, my ears are really burning. I wanted to see inside, so I lit a Q-tip. <laughs> I, I use that every once in a while. Uh, I like that line. It's terrible. That line's great. It's terrible. Oh, it's awesome. It's the best. And so now we get Marge uh, writing a uh, letter to uh, Jay asking him if he would judge their film festival. And like, she's like, uh, Marge, is this a pimple or a boil? Um, oh, oh, Homer, you look what you made me write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Jay obviously is reading the letter down the street and he ponders about leaving Manhattan when we see an angry Rainier Wolf Castle confronting him. It's like, you made fun of me. Uh your uh, shoes untied. On here, they appear to be tied. But let me go in for a closer look. Uh, and then Jay runs away. And then it goes from day to night. I'm closer inspection. These appear to be loafers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so basically, Rainier Wolf Castle's a moron. Oh, that was great. Uh, uh, and and my wife was downstairs uh, mo- moderately while I was watching this episode. And I was quoting this. And she gives yeah. me that look like... You've seen this episode way too many times. <laughs> um, yeah. And so now we cut to the airport where there's an announcement from the flight deck saying that the flight from New York has arrived. And you hear so <laughs> you see the plane landing yeah. and uh, it's like, I'm landing here. Oh, God. God, I love New York. And uh, yes, this uh, this airplane uh, from New York is defaced like a New York subway train. Yep. With graffiti and everything all over it. That was great. That's a great touch. Yep. And so, once again, Homer is shown not to understand how name signs work when you're at the airport. Mm -hmm. And he writes Simpson on it. Yeah. And Marge is like, Homer, that's supposed to have Jay's name. Oh. (laughs) He erases it. Writes Simpson again. (laughs) Don't. He erases it. Writes writes the name again. It's Simpson. Don't. And then you see Jay walk up. Marge greets him. That's pretty funny. But yeah, so this echoes the misunderstanding from Mr. Lisa goes to Washington when Homer assumes the sign with his name was meant that the person holding up the sign, not him. Yeah. Well, no, the, the person holding up the sign had the same name as him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that was a good callback. I like it. Yeah. 
And so uh, now uh, Marge and Homer are greeting Jay at the airport. And Marge's like, hello, I'm Marge Simpson. And this is my husband, Homer. And Jay's like, oh, nice to meet you, Marge. I saw your hair from the plane. <laughs> Which is weird because you can't see into the, the yeah. airport from a plane. Are you sure Marge's hair is pretty wild? And uh, it's like, you must be the man who didn't know if it was a pimple or a boil. <laughs> it was a gummy bear. <laughs> uh, Stop so saying, good. if you say gummy again, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then we cut to Bart uh, chilling in the living room, uh, watching TV. And the TV announcer is like, coming up next, the Flintstones meet the Jetsons. And I love how that is the yeah. perfect setup to the remainder of this episode. Yeah. Bart's like, uh-oh. I smell another cheap cartoon crossover <laughs> and we see Homer and Jay enter the room. So perfect. So great. I love it. Now this is the first, I don't know if, well, this is the first of only two, two. no, three, three total crossovers. So they did Futurama and they yep. did Family Guy. That's right. Family Guy was the other one. Okay. Yep. So three to over 730 episodes, only three crossovers. I, I take that as a win. Yeah. Um, and Homer's like Bart Simpson, meet Jay Sherman, the critic. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey man, I really love your show. I think all kids should watch it. Oh, ew, I suddenly feel <laughs> so dirty. <laughs> oh God. That's, that's great. Oh my God. It's so good. I, uh, the critic didn't even last that long. Wasn't it like eight episodes? Was it? I thought it wasn't, it wasn't a couple seasons. I know it didn't like go on forever, but I thought it was at least a couple seasons. Wasn't it? I feel like they should bring it. Yeah. Two seasons. Yeah. 23 episodes, two seasons. Oh, that's not very long. No. And if you guys don't know, we mentioned this way back when, when uh, Mike Reese was on a, on an episode, but this, uh, the critic was created by Al Jean and Mike Reese, two of a very prominent Simpsons uh, writers, producers, showrunners. So that's probably why it's really weird that Matt Grading didn't want a crossover and wouldn't want to be a part of it, especially since Al Jean and Mike Reese were the ones that created it. Like two of his yeah. best people on the Simpsons. Like, I feel like you should you know, be willing to give your best people some leeway on stuff like that. Kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't like crossover episodes. Maybe. Uh, so now uh, we cut to uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers <laughs> in Burns's office where Vader's Imperial March is playing. <laughs> so fantastic. Good. And Mr. Burns is like, I don't know what's happening. It seems our profits have dropped 37%. Smithers is like, I'm afraid we have a bad image, sir. Market research shows people see you as something of an ogre. I have to club them and eat their bones, which is what ogres do. Yep, that was good. Um, that was fantastic. And so, you know, Smithers obviously knows about the film festival, and uh, he suggests using the film festival to help Burns' his image. Uh, and Smithers like, a film biography might let them get uh, to know the real you. Virtuous, heroic, nubile. Burns like, <laughs> You left out pleasant, and then he hits Smithers with his scepter. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I like that film biography idea—a slick Hollywood picture to gloss over my evil rise to power, like Bugsy <laughs> or Working Girl. Give me Steven Spielberg. 
Smooth he's unavailable. Then get me his non-union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> Senior Sperbelgo. Oh my god. So uh so now we see Burns sitting with Senior Spielbergo. Um and he's like he's like, I want you to do for me what Steven Spielberg did for Oscar Schindler, which is a reference to the ninety-three film Schindler's List. He's you're, like, uh, see, you know, you know uh, Schindler, you are Del Diablo. <laughs> he's like, listen, Spielberg, Schindler and I are like peas in a pod. We're both factory owners. We both made shells for the Nazis, but mine worked, damn it. Now, go out there and win me that festival. Oh, my God. So <sighs> good. Jesus. Yeah, Burns, Burns is nothing like Schindler. Nope. nope. No, exact, exact opposite. Yeah. So uh, now we get back to the Simpsons house where Homer and Jay fight over the last pork chop. And then we like go underneath the table where like Homer <laughs> and Jay's like stomachs growl at each other like dogs. And eventually yes. Homer's stomach wins out. Well, they start, well, they start barking at yeah. each other. And... Oh, God, that was great. Um, and then so Jay's like, I have two Pulitzers, a People's Choice Award, five Golden Globes, which he like, they roll out of his pants. His pants yeah. He's like, and an Emmy. Where did I put that thing? And then Sam's yeah. little helper like coughs up the ending. Oh, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then Homer's like, oh yeah? Well, I won the belching contest at work. And he like has like a little trophy with a mouth that's open. <laughs> so good. And, and it uh, looks like Homer's mouth, basically. Yeah, and burps in Jay's face. And then all, I like how all the Simpsons just laugh. Yeah. Weird. Kind of weird. And so Jay belches loud enough to set off car alarms. And Lisa's like, wow. How many Pulitzer Prize winners can do that? Just me and Eudora Welty. Don't know who, <laughs> don't care, don't know, don't care. Oh, that's good. So then uh, um, you hear the, the doorbell go off and Marge has uh, invited Pata and Sel- Patty and Selma over. And Jay's like, allow me. And he gets to the door and he screams. Yes. But then he, he like scared for his life at first. I don't know. Cause the, then like the next scene we see them, you know, sitting down, having a nice conversation. Yeah. Maybe he just got freaked out. Yeah. He's like, so then I said to Woody Allen, well, Camus can do what, uh, Sir Trey is smart. Oh, well, Camus can do, but Sartre is smarter. And Patty and <laughs> Selma laugh. Selma. So original. Marge, how droll. And then Homer's like, yeah, well, Scooby can do-do, but Jimmy Carter is smarter. Oh, my oh God. God. Oh, and we see a tumbleweed roll, tumbleweed roll through the And I love how this was like a callback joke to uh, the Ned Flanders, Principal Skinner, or no, Principal uh, Superintendent Chalmers thing. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to put the stew back in students. Oh, yeah. Well, that was I when I saw that joke. I'm like, oh, that's just a callback to when they did it with uh, uh, Principal Chal or uh, Superintendent Chalmers. Yeah, and then Patty and Selma, you know, asked Jay about you know actors like you're from uh, Hollywood. Uh, tell us who's gay. Um, and I like how uh, Homer like leans over the couch, whispers in Jay's ear that MacGyver is gay. It's like, uh, MacGyver. <laughs> and then Patty and Selma hang Jay up by his underwear on the roof. And Bart is like, is he skateboarding by? Yeah. He's skateboarding. He's like, you bad mouth MacGyver, didn't you? So which <laughs> one? Is it Patty that ends up coming out gay? 
yeah. Or is it Selma? Nah, I think it's Patty. So, I mean, maybe she didn't know she was gay in this Not episode. at that point. But either way, it doesn't matter. He was bad-mouthing MacGyver. <laughs> How is that bad-mouthing MacGyver? So what if MacGyver's gay? Wait, wasn't MacGyver the character, not the actor? I think so. <laughs> so they're upset. They're upset that he's calling the the character. persona, the character gay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the the reason I would see why they get upset is because they fantasize about MacGyver, exactly. and that kills the fantasy. So then they get upset. Yep. I think they're more upset that their fantasy gets ruined more than the well, yeah. fact that MacGyver is gay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would I would definitely uh say that is true. Yeah. And so uh um Homer says he may not be witty like Jay, but oh wait, I'm sorry. So we uh cut to uh Marge and Homer up in bed and Homer's like, Marge, do you respect my intelligence? Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. Why did it take you so long to say yes? No reason. Okay. Wait a minute. Are you humoring me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's bad. Yeah, so Marge was uh, coming up with a list of people to be judges. Uh, and Homer uh, asked to be a judge. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was so great. I love the long pause. The dramatic pause. Uh, Calculon, for those of you guys that, that didn't get that. Um, uh, so Homer says, I may not be witty like Jay, but does he know all the words to the Oscar Mayer Wiener song? And then we hear, uh, we, for whatever <laughs> grand reason, we see uh, Jade coming out of the guest bedroom or he was staying yeah. in Bart's room or yeah. Maggie's room, something. He's singing the Oscar Mayer Wiener song and the kids join in and uh, even Santa's little helper yeah. at the end's <laughs> joining in. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I guess he knows all the words. Um, you could sleep with him. And then uh, she he takes a lock of Marge's hair and starts cuddling up with it <laughs> on the side of the bed. <laughs> And uh, Marge says, that isn't going to happen. And Homer tells Marge, well, put me on the jury. <laughs> it's not a jury. Uh, so, and so uh, she crosses off Martin Scorsese's name. Yeah, like you were going to get Martin Scorsese to do your film festival, Marge. Eh, she's got ambition. I got to give her that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she already had him. I mean, his, the name was on the list. Maybe she already had him. No, I think she was writing down people that she wanted. Oh, okay. Um, so now we get auditions for the part of Mr. Burns for uh, his movie playing himself in his movie. And first up, we get uh, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> love, I love how this is the fir first time they wheel out someone in, Han in a Hannibal Lecter yeah. uh, uh, dolly that isn't Bart. Or Mr. Burns. <laughs> or Mr. Burns. <laughs> we finally got Hannibal Lecter. Unfortunately, uh, um, what's his name? That plays Hannibal Lecter. Oh, um, shit. Why uh, can't I remember his name? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Jesus. <laughs> it's a, I, I can see why they didn't need to get Anthony Hopkins for this, uh, yeah. for this part. Cause that would have been all kind of dumb to pay him for like two seconds of screen time, but yeah. could have been funny. 
Uh, next we get William Shatner, who, uh, just like uh, Anthony Hopkins, did not voice himself as William Shatner. Oh. But I like how he, he's like, excellent. <laughs> and uh, then Homer auditions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> So yes, Homer does not do a good job of Mr. Burns. Yeah. And then we get then we get Bumblebee Man up on stage. Excelente! <laughs> I like how Mr. Burns doesn't like it, but Spielberg is like, yeah, hey, he's good. Yeah. And uh Burns like, ah, I'll just play myself. Yeah. And so now we get uh uh the night opening night of the film festival. Yeah. And uh, we get Dr. Hibbert uh, walking up to the Aztec <laughs> dressed up like Dr. Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Apparently they do showings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Aztec and uh, Dr. Hibbert didn't realize that they were performing a film festival tonight. I think he misunderstood what a film festival was. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think he was anticipating going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because that's what people do. They dress up and go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm aware of that. So I'm just wondering if he thought it was going on, but the film festival took it over. No, because I think he had said something where he got confused. Oh, maybe. Um, So now we get our very first entry into the uh, uh, film festival. Bright Lights, Beef Jerky. Directed and written by, if you could say that, by Apu. Yeah. And no, I don't think it was written or directed by Apu. It was just uh, security camera footage of Snake robbing the Quickie Mart. And I love, <laughs> pan over to Chief Wiggum stuck in a hot dog roll. It's like, this is going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, I swear to God, before the camera cut away, it looked like he was halfway inside the he damn was. thing. He was. <laughs> and so next up, we get Mo's musical number for his film, Mo Better Booze. He's just uh, up on uh, his bar. Yeah. Money gets you one more round. You drink it down, you stupid clown. Money gets you one more round. Then you're out on your ass. And then he falls he off falls. the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. and, and now now we get the movie that I personally think should have won the film festival. Okay, Homer. Yes. It's Hans Moleman presents... Man getting hit in football or groin by a football. No, it's just and, man getting hit by football. Oh, right. No, it was, no, but it was Han Moleman presents. Yeah, man, man getting, getting hit, hit, hit no, by football. Yeah, by football, not in groin. I mean, that's yeah. where he gets hit. But yeah. and so it's Hans Moleman outside his house. Football comes in, hits him in the Doing. groin, he falls to the ground. Boing. And Homer, obviously, that's his favorite because he's laughing. Yeah, his ass he off. starts laughing his ass off. Give that man the $10,000. And Shay Sherman's <laughs> like, uh, Homer, this is not America's funniest home videos. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now we cut over to uh, Barney and Bart because Barney is sitting next to Bart. And uh, Barney's like, oh, they're showing my film next. And Bart's like, wait. You made a movie? Made a and Barney's movie? like, I made a movie? You made a movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I'm on the uh, cover of, what was it? Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> uh, now, we don't get the title here. We hear no, the title later. But the title of Barney's movie is called Pucahontas. The unfortunate the title, title of Barney's movie. Uh, which is uh, a sensitive documentary about his alcoholism. Yep. Um 
And so uh, we learned that Barney is 40 years old. Um, I don't know. Why would I don't uh, Who knows if he was held back in high school? Why is this even a question? Because Homer's 38. They went, they were seniors together in high school. Oh, that's two know. years. So Barney, uh, my guess, got held back a couple grades. No, yeah, maybe. Um, so they're, they're going over the movie and it's very touching and a lady in the audience is very moved by Barney's documentary. And she's like, it's brilliant, savagely honest, tender. He has the soul of a poet. And Barney's like, very <laughs> kind. She's like, oh, excuse me. Did something crawl down your throat and die? Barney's like, it, did it didn't die. die. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> oh, uh, great. Uh, it didn't die. <laughs> uh, uh, part of, and so part of the movie, uh, for so, so part of Barney's film, uh, he goes to a Girl Scout meeting thinking it's AA. Yes. Like, hi, I'm Barney Gumble, and I'm an alcoholic. And Lisa's like, Mr. Gumble, this is a Girl Scout meeting. <laughs> it's like, are you sh- is it are you sure? Or you guys just can't admit that you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably my my second favorite line from this episode is so Barney's on the couch, he puts a flower in a bottle, and he ends it with don't cry for me. I'm already dead. It's a great <laughs> line for that film. It's fantastic. Yes. Um, and so his movie ends. Everybody claps and everybody loves it. And we get our final movie of the film festival. The worst film on the panel. Even worse than Apu's. A Burns <laughs> for All Seasons. And it's basically just Burns ripping off movies. He rips yes. off E.T., he rips off Ben-Hur. It was just awful. Well, the opening oh, da- scene well, the was first... uh, Zorro, wasn't it? Was that Zorro or Three that... Amigos? No, that was Zorro. I think that was Three Where he was Amigos. Trying... No, well, A, there was only one of them. And B, it was uh, Three Amigos kind of rips off Zorro. Because they're trying to save the town. It's a Mexican town that's trying yeah. to be trying to be saved. Yeah, but that's he wasn't Zorro. wearing a mask or anything. He was wearing the outfit from Three Amigos. It was the you've exact never, same. You, you've never ex- seen. Uh, you've never seen Zorro. Have you? I have seen Zorro. Zorro not, wears not the a- mask of Zorro. Not the mask of Zorro. Not not uh, the Antonio Banderas movie. I'm talking about the original Zorro from like 1963. No, I haven't. Then it, you don't know all these movies he rip are is rip. Well, I guess besides E.T., all these other movies he's ripping off are from the 1960s. Um, it was 1950s, 60s. Okay, 1959 for Ben Hur. See, I told you. Uh, it still could have been Three Amigos. No, it was not Three Amigos. Well, Otherwise, three, there would have been three of them. Not necessarily, because Burns is a uh, an asshole. No. All right, continue. So, uh, so the audience obviously hates it, and they boo, boo. and shut up. Uh, and they're booing, and boo. Burns is like Smithers. Are they booing me? Uh, no. They're saying Burns. Boo-urns. And then Burns stands up and addresses the audience. Are you saying boo or boo-urns? And the audience boo. boos louder. And the Hansel man with the lion of the century. I was saying boo-urns. I use that line all the time. 
Uh, Even when it doesn't make sense, I use it. Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing though is like when the fans at uh, uh, like the draft are booing Gary Bettman, or at at you know when they're yeah. giving the Stanley Cup out. I just imagine one person in the audience. I was saying boo at men. Oh no! I would have just been like, I was saying boo earns. Again, as I've said before, doesn't matter if it's in context or out of context. I will use that line. I don't care. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I love Hans Molman. Best line of the episode. And uh, we had a uh, give so that of, man the ten thousand dollars. But we also so we had uh, our that one guest we had on who wrote the ballad of Hans Molman. Yes. And in the song, he references this by saying. He was saying Boo Earns. Yep. Oh, that's great. I love it. Oh, beautiful. So, uh, we, uh, the judge, the, the jury, sorry, was uh, sequestered um, in a room. <laughs> I don't know if this was at the Aztec or a hotel room, but it was like a nice little conference room. Yeah. And so they're voting. Jay and Marge vote for Barney. Quimby and Krusty vote for Burns. Well, because they were paid off. If you'd let me get there. Um, as we see, Burns's and Smithers are spying on the judges through a <laughs> olive camera that was stuck in a sandwich. And Burns is like, ah, that bribery paid off. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I don't know why it's like this whole crusty bit with Jay and them arguing over stuff. That's actually a meme now. Uh, can't remember the context of it, but when yeah. I saw that, I'm like, oh. That meme now makes sense to, to this. And so uh, we get a headline. Um, incontinent old man wins Miss Teen America. Yeah, the context of that is Mr. Burns paid off uh, Teen America, Miss Teen America to win that title. Yep. And also we do learn that Mr. Burns is incontinent in the episode Brother Can You Spare Two Dimes. Yes. Yep. And so Jay's like, how can you vote for Burns's movie? Oh, this is the meme right here. When yeah. Krusty's like, let's just say it moved me to a bigger house. Oops. I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Homer now is the final say in the room. And he's like, football in the groin, football in the groin. Uh. And, uh, yeah, that's what Homer wants. And so Marge, you know, suggests that they take a five minute break. And Homer <laughs> says, that's a good idea because my mind's going a mile a minute. <laughs> and we get his brain. It's one monkey picking the uh, other monkeys back. Yeah. Hunting it for hunting for food. Yeah. Yeah. And Marge obviously says, yeah, it was a mistake to put you on the as a judge uh, on the jury. And Homer's like, I deserve to be there, even if he is sleeping with <laughs> with the uh Marge. Uh, what is it, like Marge? Yeah. Well, he said something like the, the leader of the group or the host of the festival or something weird like that. And uh, we hear Jay overhearing the conversation. Yeah. And uh, Homer's like, uh, asked Jay, well, if you're going to make fun of me, um, it won't make things any better. Or, uh, and, Homer uh, Jay, asked Jay not to make fun of him. And Jay yeah. says he won't do that. Yep. Um, but and there's he... more to life than uh, someone getting hit in the groin. With a football. And then we see a football come in and hit Jay in the groin. <laughs> from Nelson. <laughs> and from Nelson. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm surprised Homer didn't laugh. Yeah. It just kind of, it just kind of cut. Yeah. Um, 
Which is kind of okay. I guess it's okay, but I think it would have been funny if Homer. Well, it's just at the it. shock value. Yeah, and then uh, Homer announces, "I have to do some serious thinking," and I'm very surprised that Bart didn't come around the corner saying, "I think you mean some serious drinking." <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that line again to happen, but I it didn't. It was kind of sad. Um, but so he imagines again monkeys at a chalkboard with equations. And one of the equations is Einstein's theory of relativity, E equals mc squared. And another is the calculus equation, dy over dx equals x3. Surprise Homer even knows what that is. Surprise he knows what the theory of relativity is. Exactly. Like, that's in his brain. That's what he's thinking about. So he yeah. knows it. Yeah. Unless well, we do, know, we do know Homer is a very smart person. We do. So I wonder if the when you're thinking... The crayon bypasses the brain. Maybe. But when Homer talks out loud, the cra- the crayon actually in- inhibits his speech. Maybe. Yeah. And so Homer's sitting watching Barney's movie again and is so moved that he never wants to drink another beer again. And then a vendor walks. So I was <laughs> like, beer, I'll take 10. <laughs> but I like how Homer's like, Barney's movie had heart. But football in the groin had a football in the groin. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I love that. That was fantastic. Um, and so we cut back to the uh, the finals, mm-hmm. I guess, or the award ceremony. And uh, we see that Itchy and Scratchy won uh, Best Animated Short for uh, Four Weddings. I'm uh, sorry, Four Funerals <laughs> at a Wedding. And I have the I have the synopsis right here. So Scratchy is getting married, and then at the altar, Itchy replaces his betrothed (laughs) with a bride made out of bombs and dynamite. Uh, Somehow, Scratchy is able to have children with his bombs and dynamite, yep, Yep. and grows old with her. On the porch of the old folks' home, she finally explodes, because now she's (laughs) old, I guess, and killing Scratchy. An aged, bearded Itchy runs out of the home, laughing hysterically, He has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> that was a good one. And everybody I, laughs. I almost want to know what other animated shorts got put in this movie, in this film festival. Right. What, what was that? What was that up against? Nothing good, apparently. I know. So Barney wins the grand prize, and uh, it's Mar- uh, we, Marge is proud of Homer. Yep, yeah, she's proud of Homer for voting for the right film. Yeah. Although, to be fair. Regardless of if it's the right film or not, people can like what they like. Yeah. He was peer pressured into voting. It's, oh, dude, look. People were probably upset that Krusty and Mayor Quimby got bribed <laughs> to vote for to vote for uh, well, nobody's movie. Nobody knew that they were bribed. Maybe they liked that movie. I mean, yeah. obviously they didn't because we knew they got bribed. But, exactly. But, that's but as the audience, that. we know they got bribed, but the town doesn't know they got bribed. Maybe, but either way, we know that Homer was basically bullied into into picking the the not but here, Burns. But movie. here's the thing: there needed to be a winner, and it was a deadlock. It was so, but he was, but Homer was still bullied into picking the other. Nah, uh, he wasn't bullied. Marge asked him. Marge asked him politely to actually make a real fucking choice. Yeah, but football in the groin had a football in the groin. And then Homer's like, you know something, Marge? It's not that tough being a film cricket. (laughs) Such a good line. And then we learn that Barney wins a lifetime supply of duff (laughs) after he literally just goes up on stage and is like, 
you know, this basically helped me out and I am not going to be an alcoholic anymore. I'm going <laughs> to stop drinking. <laughs> and then he's like, pump it straight into my veins. And we see like doctors come out yes. with like, the IV drip. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, PSA, do not insert beer straight into your veins. Or your butt. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't hear about college students doing that? What? Yeah, it was a thing like quite a few years ago where when people were instead of doing keg stands with their mouth, they'd actually put the thing on their butt and have, make alcohol go up their ass. Is you this hear the about same, that? Is this the same generation that ate Tide Pods? Because that would it make is. a lot of sense. Oh, it is absolutely. Oh, and then there was this whole thing like telling kids not to do it because it can hurt your uh, colon or yeah, whatnot. no shit. But apparently, according to according to what everyone was saying, is it gets you drunk faster. But either way, it's not good for you. No. Just drink it like a normal person. Do yep. an upside down handstand. Yep. But people were idiots. People are idiots. They weren't yep. idiots. They still are. Yeah. It's probably all and, from all the Tide Pods they ate. Yep. And so we see Jay, uh, you know, leaving at the airport. And the Simpsons, you know, say their goodbyes. And Jay's like, <laughs> and if you ever want to visit my show, it's like, Nah, we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> so I like the fact that they, yes, the on the critics, on the Simpsons side, they did the crossover, but on the critic side, they didn't. I feel like Matt Groening could have let that one go. Like, I still nope. think, I think the way that the episode ended and the way that it played, I feel like it could have, could have been better. But yeah. hey, if Matt Groening doesn't want credit, he doesn't have to have credit. No. Um, so then Marge tells Jay uh, to let the big city folk know that small towns don't have stupid people. <laughs> Except, you know, Homer, who walks up with a fake can of beer nuts, saying that some stupid person's going to buy this, thinking that there's beer nuts inside, but it's actually uh, snakes loaded on springs. Mmm, beer nuts. And then he opens it himself and gets hit in the face with uh, snakes. Fantastic. So, but see, the whole point of this was to increase tourism. But she's basically asking Jay to tell people, come to Springfield. It's like no one from outside of Springfield, aside from Jay, actually showed up at this thing. Correct. So really odd and weird. Yeah. But but babes, basically Jay is in charge of getting tourism into Apparently. Springfield now. Um, and so uh, Marge says uh, it was a good film festival. And Burns learned he can't buy some awards. See, I told you Marge knew that he was bribed. Well, Marge knew. That doesn't mean the whole town knew. Maybe. Uh, and then we get a six months later at the Oscars. Uh, Burns loses again, even though he bribed. He's like, I bribed everyone in this town. There's no way I can't win. And uh, the film that won was a man getting hit in the groin uh, by a football. Yeah. Was that like Char Charles Bronson? No. That's supposed to be Charles Bronson? No. no. They They gave the name. Okay. But I didn't I didn't write it down or anything. Alright. But yeah, Mr. Burns can't win anything after he bribes everyone. So also, um I wanted to point out so the, the film that Burns did, two of the writers um are named Lowell Burns and Babalu Smithers. Two of the writers. Yeah, I kinda was gonna pause to see what other writers were on there when the credits oh. rolled at the end of Burns' movie. But funny enough, even though they were moving really fast, I did catch yeah. those two that you wrote down. I didn't write those down. Those are in the book. No, I know that. I'm just saying I actually caught them. Oh. Like when the catch. when the credits were speeding on by. Oh. But I should have paused it at least once to get a couple names. 
Yeah. That's Maybe. our bad Simpsons did it fans out there. Normally we pause these names on the TV to, to get a couple for you guys, but yeah. we failed. We're, we're sorry. We're lazy. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys don't know, this is probably the last episode we're going to record uh, till the next episode. Cause we're going on hiatus. So we just, you know, just got a little lazy. What do you, what do you want? So <laughs> you want to uh, fight about it? Oh yeah. 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 Come over here and fight about it. No, don't do that. No. We don't want to do that. We love you guys. We love our listeners. So, uh, yeah, I five, everything's coming up. Millhouse. This is, this is one of my favorite episodes. Like I, I love this episode. I mean, and it's not just for the boo Ernst. I, the J, uh, John Lovitz again, does an amazing job, obviously as his other character, Jay Sherman, he's been on the show before as uh, Artie Ziv. Um, so John Lovitz is a fantastic voice actor and just his stuff in this episode is amazing. I love the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. I sung along with it because I know all the words to the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Oh, so that means you get uh, to sleep with Marge. Exactly. Um, I, I love how they got to the film festival. Like the, um, uh, what was, it? oh, the, uh, the Ion Springfield. Like the whole intro and the town stinks, margin home, you know, everyone's watching it. Like I love, I love the blend right into the film festival and the town hall meeting. Uh, you know, could have maybe done without Bart and his butt on the screen, but take crazy? that or leave it. Maybe I guess we needed it, but it's okay. Um, I love, I love man getting hit in football by groin or foot in the groin with a football. I mean, that's classic. Um, yeah, I, I I love it. The ball hit is groin. It works on so many levels. So uh, I, we're gonna flip from last episode. I am not as high on this episode as you are. It's not a. It's a four sprinkles. It is not a five. It is. It's a fine episode. Yes, it has. I was saying boo worms, <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I think it could have been a little bit better. I mean, some of the jokes were pretty funny. I just, I don't know. It's, if it's on, I, I will watch it. I don't know if I'd ever seek it out because, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I forgot that the, I I was saying Boo Earns was in this episode and I will probably forget again. Which oh, is, see, which I is, knew, I knew, I knew as soon as I got to this episode, I'm like, oh, Hans Man again. I mean, between Hans Molman and Ralph, those guys probably have the best lines in this entire show. Well, probably, but I, I don't know. It's a good, it's a good episode. Um, it's solid. It's a, but I don't think it really hits that that level for me for a five. So yeah, four mm, sprinkles. All right, fine. We'll let you have your vote. Next time, I'll bribe you. I'll get uh, that'll be one million dollars. <laughs> All right. So let's finish it off with our character profile Which, by the way worst character profile ever because i don't know why this is the character profile and not jay sherman it is kind of weird right well he is the critic so maybe in his book he got his own character profile i don't know odd one we haven't done him yet because i think we've already done hans Bowl, man yeah i think we've done a lot of the characters up until this point oddly enough yeah. but yeah it is really weird we didn't get a didn't get to Jay Sherman. I think it would have fit in really well. But but this week, unfortunately, we're going to get the crazy old man. He does hate what he used to be. <laughs> um, his identity, anonymous, 
nutcase, an entertainer. Sure. Well, yes, he's the guy with the the pants down saying, this old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. I know. And his age, old. Uh, State of mind, crazy. Wait, what gender is he? Is he a man? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Favorite activity, dropping his pants and dancing without provocation. Yeah, well, he is a crazy old man. Yep. And past achievement, hosted his own TV show on which... He dropped his pants and danced a lot. <sighs> and then they had the backup dancers. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was a great, it was a great show. So uh, you guys can come find us on our Facebook page, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. So go there, type it up, follow, like, uh, comment on our posts, because that's always fun to hear what you guys think. Uh, head over to Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Head over to YouTube, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Type it in. Listen to all of our back backlogged episodes, if that's where you like to listen to podcasts. Comment, because I will comment back at you. Um, if you like to give us some feedback, uh, you can email us, The Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com, or give us a phone call, 612-584-0986, and let us know your thoughts, and listen to an amazing voicemail by uh, Jaden LeBron, because... He's pretty cool, too. So, until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.